Hello, 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 and welcome to Megan Jordan. Jordan Mary. My name is Megan. And my name is Jordan. And together we are Mega Jordanary. So if this is your first time hearing about us guys, or you know, stumbling across any of our content, this podcast is going to be a true crime podcast with some elements of unsolved mysteries and conspiracy theories, maybe even some pop culture scandals and stories thrown in here from time to time. It's basically just going to be an overall pick a mix. We will have all of our other socials linked in the description where you can check out some of our other content on our TikToks, Patreon, YouTube, Instagram, the works. Today, our first episode, we're going to be covering a wild case, but that does have a happy ending. On Wednesday, the 26th of July, 2023, in Havre, Montana, an 18-year-old girl walked into a police station and alerted the officers to the fact that her name was Alicia Navarro, a girl that vanished from her home in Glendale, Phoenix, Arizona, back in September 2019, just days shy of her 15th birthday. Alicia was now 1,400 miles away from where she vanished. Now, at this point, much of what happened to Alicia remains unknown, including whether Alicia went willingly with anyone when she vanished and whether she now intends to go home. Allegedly, Alicia told officers that she wanted to be taken off the missing persons list and said that she had not been harmed and was not being held against her will and could come and go as she pleased. There is said to have been an arrest made in connection with Alicia's disappearance it is said to have been a male, but it's unclear exactly who he is or what he's been held for. Sources are reporting this arrest made was in an apartment complex a couple of blocks away from the police station. Now, I did see online today that a couple claiming to have lived in the apartment complex for some years now said that they would see Alicia frequently with a man and um, they said that Alicia and the man would hold hands but that he overheard her saying to somebody that this man was her uncle obviously I don't it's as far as we know now it's definitely not a family member but as I said we're still waiting on more information to come to light and this is all alleged but the couple in question said that they actually heard Alicia and a man have an argument the day before Alicia presented herself at the police station and they overheard Alicia saying that she was going home and was going to do it. Again, nothing has been confirmed. This is all alleged, but I just thought it was interesting to add it in for some context. We're going to read out a statement that Alicia's family has released to the public. So the statement goes... We want to start by saying how happy we are that Alicia has been found alive and safe. It is a blessing that after being missing for so long, Alicia can come back home. Our thoughts and prayers go out to all the families of missing loved ones that have not yet returned home. If there is anything that Alicia's story has taught us, is that you can never give up hope. We would also like to thank the Glendale Police Department and specifically Detective Travis Darby for his hard work and dedication to bringing Alicia home.
Thank you to the entire Anti-Predator project team, not only for their hard work and dedication to bringing Alicia home, but also for their commitment to supporting our family through these hard times. The local and national media has been so important the last several years in keeping Alicia's story alive, and our family cannot say thank you enough for that. Finally, we would like to say thank you for all the love and support we have received from everyone around the country. It has helped our family through some very dark times, and we cannot say thank you enough. At this time, we are asking for some privacy, so our family can begin the healing process and reclaim some normalcy. You've all been the blessing in our life, and we wish you all the very best. Now we will discuss the circumstances surrounding Alicia's disappearance in more depth, but something to know is that Alicia was diagnosed with high-functioning autism at the age of 12, and an ex-FBI agent called Jim Eggleston has spoken out and gave his professional opinion that he believes Alicia may now be experiencing Stockholm Syndrome. So trigger warning for the next part and the next couple of parts of the episode. So the definition of Stockholm Syndrome is that it is a coping mechanism to a captive or abusive situation. People develop positive feelings towards their captors or abusers over time. This condition applies to situations including child abuse, coach athlete abuse, relationship abuse and sex trafficking. Now, most recently, the term Stockholm Syndrome has been changed professionally to trauma bonding. So, let's discuss the night of Alicia's disappearance. On September 15, 2019 at 1am, Alicia came downstairs for a glass of water and asked her mother, Jessica Nunes, why she was still awake. This was the last time her mother saw Alicia. When Jessica woke up the next morning at around 7am, she discovered the back door was open and Alicia was gone. There were also chairs placed against the brick wall and shoe prints matching Alicia's. Her small black backpack, her iPhone 6 and her MacBook were all gone. But she didn't take the chargers with her. They believed that because Alicia didn't take any of her electronic chargers with her that she would be home and or had the intention to come home. With Alicia having autism, she struggled with social interactions and had found solace and comfort online in recent months. Jessica has always maintained that Alicia had left to meet someone she'd been talking to online. As she left behind a note stating, I ran away. I will be back. I swear. I'm sorry. Alicia. Alicia's mother said she had noticed changes in her behaviour before her disappearance. Alicia had started wanting to wear makeup, which Jessica just chalked down to age and her peers, etc., she also had requested a $200 Iron Man comic book, which Jessica said it looked like she never touched until the night of her disappearance when she took it with her. Jessica had suggested that maybe whomever Elise was meeting that night had requested this as some sort of gift. She had also begun wearing heavily perfumed body spray, despite her usual aversion to strong smells due to her sensory issues. A couple of days before she and her friends met up with an unnamed boy at the mall, Alicia had told her mother that he was quite fit and became interested in fitness workouts and dietary supplements like protein supplements. Jessica had also discovered a golf ball size hole in the screen of Alicia's bedroom window a few weeks prior that was obviously made from the inside and they suggested it may have been to pass notes down. 
So Alicia spent a lot of time on Discord and her mother had noticed that she had been sharing personal information with someone she had been chatting to. Jessica warned Alicia of the danger of strangers on the internet and not too long after this she had also caught Alicia engaged in a text conversation with someone who she believed was older than Alicia based on the mature content of their chat. She filed a police report but nothing came of it and authorities were unable to identify the responsible parties in either situation. Based on the note that was left behind, it looked like Alicia had left off her own accord. They didn't find any further footprints that didn't match Alicia's to suggest that an intruder had broken in and forced Alicia to write this note. Jessica's partner was also awake watching TV for most of the night downstairs and he didn't hear anything pertaining to a struggle or a scream that would have alerted him that Alicia was in imminent danger. But police did think this was a case of online grooming, given the circumstances. So a silver alert was put out after Alicia's disappearance. And this is a public notification system in the United States to broadcast information about missing persons. You've probably most definitely heard of Red Alert. But the silver alert is used more so in instances of missing persons who are senior citizens with Alzheimer's disease, dementia or other mental disabilities in order to aid in locating them. So this was alerted due to the fact Alicia was autistic. Apparently Alicia was actually the first child in Arizona to receive a silver alert. Ever since Alicia disappeared, her family have done everything in their power to locate her. They created a Facebook page called Finding Alicia where they advocated on it every single day They paid for billboards to go up around the country. I believe there was also a billboard that went up in Mexico. And flyers, they've always kept Alicia's case fresh in the public's mind. As we said, this is ongoing. So any further updates, we will be keeping you all updated. So head over to our TikToks, Instagram and Patreon for these updates. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy case. But as we said at the start, it's... It's a good one. It has a happy ending. Alicia is alive. And that's the main thing. Our next episode, which will be out next week, is a deep dive into the Gilgo Beach murders and the suspect Rex Hurman. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. That will be up next week. Until next time, stay Stay safe, safe, guys. guys.